Um, it is very, very good to see you here at Everlife Church tonight. It's awesome to see you that people have decided not to give in to fear, but to step out in faith. And I um, also want to thank Kate also for coming earlier. And, um, and also, while we're at it, how good did Carly and the team do your worship tonight? Let's give it up for Carly and the team. So good. By the way, we're not at all saying that if you're watching or listening online here that you're lacking on faith. In fact, we're thanking you for not coming here. Um, thank you for not coming here because no doubt if you're part of the church, um, then you've decided to stay at home because maybe you've got some flu symptoms or something like that. So I think I might be the first time I've ever thanked people for not coming to church. So thank you. Let's also welcome those guys that are watching online. Our tripod is broken, so we're kind of just gotten someone to hold it. So I might just actually jump down here and just grab that for a second. And I'm going to just just turn that around. Everyone just give give everyone a wave. Hello. Let's do it one more time. Be glad. So th- <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, gee, there we go. A bit of fun. Awesome. Um, obviously, there's a whole lot going on in our world with the coronavirus and things. We've had, you know, over this last year, we've had a fair bit going on, haven't we? We've had the fires going on over east. Um, we've had, also, we've had, you know, there's the whole left and right debate. I don't know if you've been following politics in America, but it's like, well, the left and the right, they're in war, war and there's the left and the right, and there's the above and the below, and all kinds of different people at war politically. We've had Kobe Bryant, who's, um, who's very sadly passed away, who is, who's an a NBA basketball fan, by the way, put up your hand. We've got a couple, a couple in our church at the moment. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of fear sweeping the face of the planet when it comes to um, the climate, and, um, and people are scared and fearful when it comes to the future and climate change, it's like, turn off your lights and save the planet. Um, and so there's, there's fear that can come and hold the world at ransom. Fear can be something that can just strangle the life out of us. And I feel like at the moment what coronavirus is, is it's kind of like one name, a banner that can kind of represent fear that has gripped the whole world. Coronavirus represents maybe the fear that we can face in life. It's a pandemic that's shut the world. All over the world, countries and governments have shut down their borders. Um, In America, the NBA, sadly, has shut down, which is why I'm wearing this NBA t-shirt tonight. I mean, mourning. Um, Actually, the real reason is because I left it behind and John bought it for me today, but I thought it was um, apt. I thought it fitted in all right. Who's a Celtics fan? All right, okay. We've got one, one, one over here. So if you're a Celtic fan, just give us a wave online as well. We'd like to hear from you. Um, and, um, and I'm not saying that it's, it's bad to take practical measures. Of course we want to do that. We want to, like Kate said, honour the government and world health standards and things we want to look after, especially the most vulnerable around us. But there's a difference between taking practical steps and us giving into fear, a spirit of fear. Because the reality is that what the enemy wants to do is not just shut down governments and buildings and larger gatherings over 500. Who knows, we might not be gathering here next week, depending on what the government does. Um, and we might all be watching it online. And, and thank God for your generous vision offering. It's enabled us to purchase a bit more equipment so we can do the whole digital church thing um, to another level. Um, but the reality is that the devil will use fear in our lives to shut us down. 
and to prevent us from stepping into the purposes that God has for us. The devil wants to rob and steal our joy and our peace by allowing fear to come and grip our hearts. And fear leads us to do crazy things. I mean, have you seen online the crazy things people are doing? Fighting over toilet paper? It's like, you know the end of the world is rough when people are fighting over toilet paper. Not. It's, it's, it's really strange. But fear can get us to do all kinds of crazy things. And so tonight, what we're going to be doing is having a look at the story of Peter and John, an account that Peter and John had, the stories found in Acts chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, where Peter and John, in the midst of fear and intimidation, chose to listen Rather than the voice of fear, they chose to listen to the voice of faith in their lives. And this is what we want to have a look at tonight. So tonight's message is your choice of voice. Everyone say your choice of voice. Everyone, very, very good. Let's say it one more time, your choice of voice. Oh, some of you saying like Kath and Kim, your choice of voice. Nice, nice, unusual, it's good, it's nice. <laughs> um. So I'm going to start off just by praying and praying that God will really come and speak to us tonight. Thank you, God. Lord God, I thank you so much for every single person here, every person watching and listening online. God, I thank you that you've got good things for us. You have got a hope. You have got a future for us, Lord God. You invite us, Lord God, not to live in fear, Lord God, but to live by faith, to be driven by your spirit and your love, Lord God. And I pray that you would speak through me tonight, that tonight, Lord God, we would walk out, as Case said, as Kate earlier said, Lord God, that we walk out, Lord Jesus, in confidence, Lord. We walk out with courage. We walk out with the conviction that you are with us tonight, Lord. We worship you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. 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 So a bit of background for this story is that um, Peter and John were on their way to the temple. Jesus had died. He'd resurrected. And then he, he commissioned his disciples or his followers to go and take this good news of my love and spread it, infect the world with the greatest virus of my love. And, um, and so Peter and John, after this had happened, they'd encountered the love of God and they were going to the temple to pray. There was a three o'clock prayer meeting. They were on their way, on their way there. And, um, and what happened is every single day they walked past a cripple. And this cripple, he couldn't get up and he couldn't work, and so he would beg for money. He'd ask people for money. And every single day, they walked past him, and for 40 years, this man was a cripple. I don't know how long he was in front of that gate begging people for money, but they walked past him day after day. And then one day, they walked past Peter, they walked past the, um, the cripple, and he cried out for some money. He said, give me some money, please. I don't know how he said it. but And, um, and so Peter and John walked past him. And that, they're like, they feel the pockets, like, no, I don't have any, no coin, sorry. Um, and they said, sorry, we don't have any silver and gold, but I'll give you what I have. And they turned to him and they reached his hand and they pulled him up. And as they pulled him up, they said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And instantly, this cripple for 40 years, this cripple of 40 years, God, by the power of His Holy Spirit, healed this man, set him free, and he was able to walk. And he couldn't believe it. He was leaping and jumping and shouting and causing, causing a racket. He was praising God and thanking God that on that day, he brought healing and freedom to this cripple. Now, for me, I imagine Peter and John as a side note. Imagine if that in that moment, walking past this cripple, they thought, 
oh, sorry, mate, we don't have any coin on us again. Um, good luck, bro. And they kept on walking. Nothing would have happened. The man wouldn't have thought anything about it. But what they did realize, what they did say is, I don't have silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. I'll give you what, what I do have in my hand. You know, so often we can look at ourselves and we can count ourselves out because we don't have what people are asking for. 